Mahoney's Irish Pub and Steakhouse presents the Colvin Brothers Podcast. Well, let me tell you something, brother. Calls me brother and I know. My name is Michael. Yorga, my brother. There will certainly be a lot of swinging in our bachelor pod tonight. The family tree, Michael and Stephen, brothers. It's the Colvin Brothers player. You was my brother, Charlie. You should have looked out for me a little bit. You're listening to the Colvin Brothers. You're my kid brother and you take care of me. So... What does your brother do to you? How you doing? This is Roosevelt Colvin. With six, you get Egg Roll and the Colvin Brothers on Z93. Ha 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 Yes. The six o'clock alarm. Oh, brother. Number six for Colvin. Back to you guys. This bottle of Brent Gretzky. Michael! Colvin Brothers. Ash Brown. <laughs> on Z93. <laughs> Boy's name. Bill or George, any damn thing but Sue. With the Colvin Brothers. <laughs> on Z93. Everybody, it's Sunday, and you know what that means. It's time for the Colvin Brothers on Z93. Today, we're doing boys' names, and uh, Michael and Steven, we talked about it last week. We talk about it a lot <laughs> of times. parents had no originality. Christopher was the third one. Yeah, so, I mean, back <laughs> in the 70s, our parents just kind of went in the phone book, yeah. uh, or whatever you call it, and picked out the most American boys' names possible. Yeah, I us. actually gave my daughter a boy's name just because, you know, I wanted her to, I always tell her, daddy's name is Michael. Every room I go into, my entire life, I'm 52, 
there's always 10 other Michaels. I didn't want her to experience that, so her name is Bryce. So you know what happens every time we're watching TV? Oh, there's a quarterback for uh, Clemson. No, there's uh, there's uh, Bryce Harper. But other than that, she's never encountered anybody with her own name, and I love it. We let things off with the kinks. David Watts, that's our first boy's name. Yes, for uh, the OB, Greg O'Brien. This is our 81st show. I think for our 100th show, we're going to have Greg come up here and uh, sit in with us and actually do his voice work live. You know, if uh, if Lane ever sits in with us, he's probably going to correct us the whole hour. So that, might... that would actually be funny. You know, we will do the Lane and RJ show. I was thinking for our, for our two-year anniversary, we can go live at Mahoney's and just have those guys there because it would be, you know, a Sunday night. They should be they should be free. And as we're doing the show, they can correct us. You know what? I'll, I'll connect like a buzzer like Bill Murray had in Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. And every time they annoy me, I'll just buzz them. So That'll they, work. So they go off. But we got a guest in the studio today. A guest in the studio. Last week we had Denny Lane on the phone, so we've advanced to where we can have a guest in the studio that's not Breckman. Yeah, it's another boy, uh, musician, filmmaker, podcaster, artist, and one of my best friends for about 30 years. Still forgets my birthday no, every no. couple of years. I don't. I deliberately don't remember it. It's Sean Christensen. You can find him on Os- Wikipedia. Oscar winner Sean Christensen. Yes, he won an Oscar. All right, all right. He's been all in right. a band. Yeah. Oh, that's right, Stella Star. I've used your. I've used uh, my cocoa as a bed. Matter oh, of fact, oh my matter of fact, we <laughs> oh might be hearing gosh. some Stella Star in the background. No. Breck, cue that up when you get a chance, Breck. Oh, we, at least I haven't like published the skits onto uh, the public uh, all, formats. It, it, it's getting worse every minute that it goes by. It's getting worse. Well, it's funny because you were the video guy, so you would like videotape, vid- videotape, videotape skits right. with my brother and yeah. whoever you could gather around. The Goldbergs. I, I grew up making tapes in the earlier '80s with Uncle Paul, my friend Kenji, our friend John across the street and it was basically I would just do these fake radio shows yeah. with whoever I could get I would write 98% of it right. and song parodies and I, that's the field I went into and I find it fascinating that you followed your muse and you're you know doing yeah. the film the, thing now the, the key difference is that you were successful right out of the gate I wouldn't call it successful, well, man. Yeah, I worked, you were, because I worked on an AM up, station. When I was growing up, you were already you were doing morning shows, and you were doing you were like on radio doing things. Right, right, right. And so you know, for me, it was like uh, it was really just me, Steve, and two other guys watching <laughs> videotapes of ourselves being ridiculous. <laughs> you know? I mean, there was no there was no uh, Hall of Fame going on for us at the time. Well, yeah. how old were you when you uh, when you? This was out? high school. High school. No, I, I know that you were in high school when you did the the skits. But when Curfew uh, was being produced, you were still like in yeah, thirty. So I mean, yeah, you weren't that old. Yeah, yeah, but that I mean, you know, it's it's a ways later. It's a whole. Mm. I mean, I was in a band that had come and gone. So I signed a record deal. We 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 toured the world and then failed. Yeah, Steven told me that uh, Carson Daly discovered you, right? That's true. He did. He he discovered us uh, at South by Southwest. Mm-hmm. He spread the word. We signed a record deal. And that we did two, three records. They came and went before I got. What into label film, were you with? You know, RCA, uh, uh, and then they uh, Bowie's label turned into Sony. Every, every, everything is Sony now. It's either Sony or uh, BMG, I think. But with yeah. Curfew Universal, you know, kind of going back to that, people can go online right now and, and watch that film where you won the Oscar for, right? Yeah, because you can't stop people from you know stealing. Oh, yeah, you can't. Oh, I'm no, a thief. I mean, well, you need anything? You, you, you need know. you need the morning show. I got the morning I show. I tell you, it used to be <laughs> it used to be on iTunes. You could go to the genre of short uh, short films. It was a genre. Yeah, that's where I saved and it. And now it's, uh, I don't think it's on there anymore. You have to, if you want to see Curfew, you have to go, uh, literally, you just have to go to YouTube and well, t- and type it in. I know? went to YouTube and it was like with Spanish subtitles. Yeah, that, 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 <laughs> you might have to deal with some of that, but I okay. think um, it's not hard to find. Yeah. Yeah, we talk about that a lot on the show. I mean, Michael said 81 shows already. So we bring you up, we bring Albert up, we bring up George. George is actually a part of the show. Shows. So this is a COVID. This is st- when was this started? We, we started in, in August. August. In August of 2020, and it was right. yeah, response to COVID. 
Uh, neither of us could really DJ. So I went to our old GM, who's not even here anymore, and um, you know, I said, look, me and my brother did this goofy thing on the internet. I think there's a show here. He agreed, and here we are, 81 shows later, and it's it's become its own like little cult thing. You know, like we've got people that are there every week for our, our Facebook yeah. uh, requests and um, we're, know, huge, we're huge in Guam. We're gigantic in yeah. Guam. Yeah. You know. <laughs> the official sponsor of the Coleman Brothers on Z93 is Mahoney's Irish Pub in Poughkeepsie. Check out their daily specials on Mahoney'sIrishPub.com. Our next song is going out to Bret Hart's favorite Canadian rock band from their 1981 album, Moving Pictures. It's a little Tom Sawyer, kid. A little rush. How about that with the Coleman Brothers on Z93? A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride.
The Colvin Five. Are you ready for the Colvin Five? Five. 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 On Z93. What did you do as a child that would be considered dangerous today? So we have a guest in the studio. We'll kick off with Sean. What, what did you do that was... Uh, we should back point out the, the fact that we know Sean because <laughs> we always we always reference Gold Road like every show, uh-huh, and yeah. you lived on Brothers Road. Mm-hmm. So the reason we know you is because you were technically a neighborhood kid. You're actually we're gonna get into this later. You were better friends with our uh, our brother Christopher. Well, he was mm-hmm. first friends with yeah, Christopher. That's, yeah early on, and yeah. Stephen snagged you, which is what he does. Mm-hmm, but uh, mm-hmm. you know that's so. It, it, there's kind of like a, a you know a triangle tie in here, which I love. Well, you know what? I wasn't I wasn't the guy that was mowing lawns back then. That was Sean. Christopher and Brian O'Hara. I don't know if you ever heard this story. They had the, you had your own business. Did, did yes. you guys like put flyers in people's mailboxes? Yes. Yeah. We, we were the only ones who were mowing lawns. We were eleven-year-old entrepreneurs. <laughs> you know. And Brian O'Hara is still doing it. He stole it. He yeah. stole it from me. I, mean, I swear. And I, you know, I see him in my house. He's still doing the, the yard. You know, I come <laughs> with the, He like took the business and he made it into a thing. And I said, but you know, he's a great guy. And uh, yeah, he's a big, big one of the biggest in Hudson Valley. Maybe I'll get him to sponsor the show. But what would be one thing from uh, childhood that you think is dangerous for for your kids now? Nowadays. Oh my gosh! Well, it would definitely involve Chris Colvin. I mean, there's no <laughs> way, there's no way around it. Um, there's nothing more dangerous than the treehouse. Oh yeah, I remember. I, I remember. I may have Not even seen a picture of it. He posted it when Christopher passed away. And nobody yeah, saw right. the photo. Right, right, right. right. We we I put it on Facebook because mm. it was about 28 feet tall. Okay. It was built from wood from the uh, what's the development behind Sherwood Heights. Sherwood Heights. Oh yeah, that, that Sherwood we, Heights. We would right. wait for it to snow. And then we would go through Edge Hill mm-hmm. into Sherwood Heights. Yeah. And I, I I kid you not, like at you know, 10, 11 o'clock at night in December, January, there'd be seven of us walking with four by eight sheets of plywood yep. over our head to build our forts. Yeah, yeah, that's and right. Stand and buckets of nails. That's right. We'd take the nails. We'd mm-hmm. take anything that was left over that they put in the junk. I remember we that well. It. We built uh, a house between these seven or eight trees in my backyard. Yep. 28 feet tall and it's funny because yeah, I posted on social media you look at it as an adult and it's a death trap I mean, yep. there's no way around mm-hmm. it I mean I don't know what my parents were thinking <laughs> I don't know what it was just totally waiting to catch fire but also by the way it was built on trees that were like one inch thick I oh, mean literally okay. I mean, because by the time you get up to 25 feet these trees are just they're just they thin out yeah they're thin mm-hmm. out so you know I'm looking at these pictures and I'm thinking what were my parents thinking allowing they just wanted us out of the house I, we had, that, yeah, we had our, I don't know how I did this. I was able to convince my parents to let us have it in the backyard. Yeah. And, you know, she wanted to put me in rehab at 13 because we would have these yeah. wild parties. Because back yeah. then, a driver's license didn't have a picture. So yeah. we had this one kid, Rich Pesnowski. He was 16, but he looked old enough. So we would all get our money together every week and we'd buy beer. We had we took an old couch that we got on Junk Day. Remember Junk Day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we took an old couch, took out the uh, the sofa bed part and turned it into a cooler. And there, there used to be a photo, I don't have it anymore, of Fran Dursey holding up the, the lid and there was like you know four cases of beer in there and none of us were older than 16. Yeah, well, yeah. that's the kind of stuff. I don't have. think we did any yeah. of the drinking though because I, I only no. I came up to kind of like see what was going on. I would walk up the street and then once I got up there Christopher would then put um, Sean's dog Einstein. What kind of dog Einstein? was that? I have no idea. Was, Just a big a monster. heap of a dog. 130 pound dog. Yeah, pinned me to the ground. Christopher would laugh and say, go home. You're, you're not welcome here. And Sean's like, just, just let him and hang you could out. see this treehouse from across the... I mean, you could see it from... It was an I, think, I think that away. Gilly used to look at it from his bedroom. Oh, ah, Gilly Zeno. Gilly Zeno. The town made us take this place down. Oh, really? It was like a funeral. You know, it was oh, like, with ours, know, it was just Jude. No, no, no. <laughs> the town said, this is unsafe. There are nails sticking out of the floor. Mm-hmm. There, and there are kids from all over the neighborhood. Of 
are just inside this place. They made us take it down. But when you look at it, it's pretty clear that someone would have well died. Oh, that's awesome. It. Mine's real quick, just because I used to take the, my big wheel down to uh, March Field. Um, along with Carolyn on her bike and Christopher on their bike. And we used to go on the swing sets because the Colvin kids, we didn't have our own swing set. And if you remember back in the day, the swing sets were just in the ground. But if you went high enough, you would pull it out. The poles would come out and then we would jump at the top, you know, the highest height when we we're on the swings. Mm. And, you know, you, you try not to bust your ankles, but you, no kids are doing that. Well, these nowadays. were the old A frame metal swing yeah. sets that oh, you would see. Yeah. But now, like, I'm, you've got a couple of kids. Yeah. Uh, I've got the, you know, the, the, the built fort. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the fort things that yeah. my, my father in law invested in. It's like the backyard in. USA. Yeah, so. Uh, the, the IKEA of swing sets. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Number five, Cousin Crunch, uh, who actually came on Facebook. Uh, he'll only come on Facebook for the Colvin Brothers I show. I lure him with cheese and thoughts of Lewis Chu. BB guns and rock <laughs> fights in the woods. Never shot my eye out, Ralphie, but definitely had a bruised back or buttocks and a concussion or two. That was a big deal. He gets deal. a lot of concussions. I think he's had 19 concussions. In his I, 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 I'm convinced he's a hemophiliac. That's why we haven't seen him. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a member of the royal family. Number four, Michelle Crino. Uh, so an old friend of mine out in the CT. Oh, you know her. Okay, because yeah. I, I, I couldn't figure out where she was from. Playing the whole day away in the construction site down the street while they were building houses, which ties into what me and Sean were talking about how we would you know go to Sherwood Heights which is now a you know 30 40 year old development but you know if you live there we stole your plywood well across from the Burt's house is where they were building all those houses I mean Christopher went over there with our slingshots to kill frogs excellent that's another story but I stepped on a rusty nail and mom brought me to Medicus to get uh, the tetanus I, shot I beat you to that by about 10 years stepped on one in our a fort in Virginia and I was supposed to be in the school play we we're doing nifty 50 United States it was like 1978 or 9 and I was gonna play Howard Taft because I was just like into the obscure presidents so I was already set up to have a pillow for my chest because he was our heaviest guy and because of the fact that I had just recently stepped on this nail with my left foot I invented the socks and sandals look because on my left foot I had a flip-flop Oh, with, you're responsible. I was, so, I was so bandaged up, I couldn't get a shoe on. So that oh I did the show. That somewhere there is gray reel-to-reel videotape in Dale City, Virginia, of that show. All right, Sean. Number three, we have Christy Joe here. Skateboarded down a steep driveway and then down a steep hill. Sounds like you're going to launch into something not good. I did that with a ten-speed. One of our old friends, JP, who I don't even know if he's still alive, but he gave me a ten-speed without brakes, and I went down oh, Dosey oh, Road. He did that same thing to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I, I crashed into a tree. You, you look at it and go, "Though this is a." solid bike and yeah, then yeah. you realize when you get on it there's nothing here oh man yeah you're done i don't know how i lived number two which could have been our number one answer cousin eric and we certainly did this growing up because frank always had a red toyota yes riding in the back of a pickup truck right like actually going on highways in the mm-hmm. back of a pickup truck no seat belt no roof no nothing yeah. i remember clear right. as day you going to a bump and they might fly out martha road yeah <laughs> <laughs> the tiffany do yes uh big closer diana and what how do you pronounce i, I would say a popka yeah sure in florida and helene our aunt helene at peach lake oh Peach Lake, baby. I almost killed her three times. Barbara, are you still living over there? Are you buried over there? I'm, I'm buried right underneath your, your your grandfather died at a Quantacon golf course. Yes. Hole seven. And I'm right there next to him with my ashtray. All right. Well, you know, they recently contacted me about a job. Anyways, place pennies and other coins on the railroad track and stand only three feet away as the train race by. Did you ever do that? Now, that, 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 I think that this is like from because like Helene is about 15 years older than I am, maybe even more. That's the plot of Stand By Me. That yeah, is, I think that, that was a that 60s a thing. Idea. Yeah, yeah, that, that was is. a 60s thing. That's right, the Colvin Five, folks. Hi, this is Lewis Chu. You're listening to the Men's Name Show with the Colvin Brothers on Z93. Hey, what about Louie Louie? I'll even settle for Chewy Chewy. My middle name is Malcolm. A man walks down the street, he says, Why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle? The rest of my life is so hard. I need a photo opportunity. I want a shot of redemption. Don't want to end up a cartoon in a cartoon graveyard. Bone 
much away from me, you know. I don't find this stuff amusing anymore. If you'll be my bodyguard, I can be your long lost pal. I can call you Betty, Betty, when you call me, you can call me out. A man walks down the street, he says, Why am I short of attention? Got a short little span of attention, and all my nights are so long. Where's my wife and family? What if I die here? Who'll be my role model now that my role model is gone, gone? He ducked back down the alley with some roly-poly little bat-faced girl. All along, along, there were incidents and accidents. There were hints and allegations. If you'll be my bodyguard, I can be your long-lost pal. I can call you Betty, and Betty, when you call me,
It's the Colvin Brothers on Z93 in studio with us. One of uh, my best friends, Sean. I've known him for over 30 years. Grew up right up the street. I was on Gold Road. He was on Brothers Road. And we talked about it many times. Uh, you know, I was introduced to you from my brother, Christopher, who's no longer yeah. with us. Um, and, and Sean, I don't know if you know this, Michael. Mm. He had a cat named Crystal, which that was a running joke. Anytime I would go to his house, I would go to his parents and be like, oh, is Crystal around? And, you know, the cat's been dead for like 20 years. Probably. Oh, man. But the black cat that we had that we never gave a name yeah, uh, Kitty. was Midnight. Crystal's kid, right? No, you're right. You're right. It was the uh, Crystal was the town whore. Okay. And so basically, <laughs> and, and our, our butterscotch was the town on, sire. So it's right. a very good chance yeah, that they good, met up. It's a good match. <laughs> yeah. So she had a couple litters. And I don't know which one of them. One of them maybe went to you. Yeah. Because you yeah. gave him to Christopher and you brought him down. But yeah. I remember Christopher introduced. Because so that was the thing. Like, our mother was such a cat person yeah. that every now and then we'd just come home with one. Like Stephen famously brought one home from like behind the Seacrest Diner. Sean was with me for that. Oh, were you? Yeah. Yeah. The Milo story? Yeah. Jude, oh. meet Milo. <laughs> yeah, that was the end of that. I told uh, Michael we would have some funny stories together, but you had a one of uh, with Christopher, our brother, um, a car accident, which I never heard until we had brunch the other day. I didn't know you never heard it. Yeah, basically, uh, Emilio. Yeah, it was uh, me and Emilio were in the back seat of a car, and Chris had one of those. Uh, he always had a friend in the passenger. I forget who. It I want to think it was Arlene, maybe. Maybe it was Arlene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I right. loved Arlene. Her? Arlene was right. Jehovah Witness. Yeah, was she really? Yeah, no, I never knew that. She said, or she was an escapee yeah. or something. I don't <laughs> she had a what great it was. rack. That's all I knew. <laughs> and we were going down a hill. This is the first car accident I've been in. It's weird when you say the first car accident, right? Because you're Christopher, you're going to be with a few, yeah, a few. And I remember Emilio and I were seeing him. He was flying down this hill, and we saw the, a car, you know, coming. There was no stop sign or anything. There was no acknowledgement by Chris, who was totally talking to Arlene and not looking out the windshield. <laughs> and it was one of those things where you just prepare, like slow yep. motion. Yeah. You can see what's about to happen. The car was crossing right in front of us, oh, and he wasn't slowing down. And I just remember we just looked at each other. We wedged our knees into the back of the backs of the seats, mm -hmm. and then just... Just slammed, slammed right, right in, into it. Wow. slammed right in, and we did a, like a 360 spin like in the movies, <laughs> and everyone was okay. But as they were getting out of the car, what I remember is that also, Amelia and I, our initial instinct was to literally run home. <laughs> so we literally illegally just <laughs> completely, right by Hill. So we completely left just the left the, the scene of the accident because we were dumb kids. We had no idea that you're supposed to stay there or anything, and we just ran home and reported it. To our parents, okay. and we just left Chris in the in the it dust. Was, and it was Christopher's car the whole time. It was Christopher's car. Which car was it? Do you remember? Uh, I don't either know. way, it was he was always driving a boat. I never paid attention. I was several years old, like six years older, so I was always working. And I would just get like I would get bits and pieces of what went on in your lives from my mother, like yeah. the distilled version of it. Well, your brother did week in jail. <laughs> I don't know what to tell him. I don't, I don't know what to do about it, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> we never told mom anything because by the time he came around to yeah. me, I was the youngest yeah. of five. Yeah, and I remember I was coming home from your house because we watched. Yeah. Movies and did skits till like five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And uh, I, I show up at five thirty in the morning in the driveway, and Dad's like, "Where yeah. were you?" I was like, "Oh, I was at Sean's house." All right, don't tell your mother. So by, <laughs> by, by that time, you know they already had four other kids. Yes. I never knew these <laughs> things. By the way, watered them no all idea. down for my brother. But the story, though, and again, you know, give us the abridged version. But the the Plattsburgh yeah. story oh, yeah. um, with me, you, and Albert. Uh, Albert went to Plattsburgh University, same place where Zoles went. One thing everyone needs to know is that Albert is the cheapest person. On the face of the planet. <laughs> to give you an idea of how cheap he is, we had a, a call in from one of his girlfriends once who was complaining about his cheapness. Her primary concern was that they were at a McDonald's and Albert she always ordered, went to the best restaurants. Yeah, she, she ordered a cheeseburger and he said, order the hamburger. And she said, what for? And he said, because we can go home and put a slice of cheese. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, he slapped so a girl's hand one time yeah, for so putting the AC I tell on. the story. 
You just need to know how cheap Albert is to understand the oh, context yeah. I cannot of the wait to DJ up. this wedding. And I went to a frat party and uh, had myself many a drinks. Many. And, uh, and Albert, pizza. <laughs> pizza. Yes. So we get to the cab, and I'll let you pick it up no. from there. So I think it's someone else with us. Basically, you barfed in the pizza box. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So we were. I didn't realize. How, we didn't realize how drunk he was. And then he's like, guys. I think this is literally what he goes. He goes, guys, and we thought he was going to say something of you know use. <laughs> yeah. And instead he goes, guys, and he just it, it all comes out. And ironically, it looked like a brand new pizza. When that's he was enough done. for Albert, by the way. Yeah. For Albert, it's like, all right, guys, we're out of here. Well, that's so, that's yeah, the so best so Albert impression I ever had. We had to get out of the building. I, I Once been, Albert says you're leaving, you're leaving. You know what I mean? I'm so yeah. used to Stephen doing the Albert impression yeah. for 30 years. That that's that He's, he just now yeah, felt like Albert was in the studio with us. Steve robbed my impression. He clearly did. I hope that you're going to go to that wedding. He's in the wedding. I'm I don't know. I was gonna, I I'll was do say, the whole speech in Albert's uh, voice. I was going to say, you can't even count on Albert to say anything really, you know, no. legit. So if you just do Albert for his yeah. own wedding, I think that's the way to go. I might have to get married for him. I, I, this is what I'm he saying. Can't go through the vows on his own, you know. So then, but yeah, we, he's like, yeah, guys, we got to go. We're out of here. So <laughs> we're out of here. So we're going. And we go to this cab. By the way, I feel like we only have to go about 10 blocks. We get into this cab, and the whole job, there's literally one purpose, is for to keep Steve up straight mm-hmm. in the middle between Albert and I. Yeah. Okay? Well, like like no, we Al- get at Bernie's. No, Albert was in the front seat. I was between you and Kevin oh, McAdams. Oh, Albert's in the front seat. Yeah, yeah. So, so Kevin and I have to hold you up, and Albert's in the front seat, and you're sitting there looking really wobbly. <laughs> and the cab driver looks in the rear of mirror and goes, what's your guy doing over there? What's, what's, that, what, what's wrong with that guy? And then um, Albert's like, ah, oh, man, you know, he, he, he might hit he, him. He might he might throw up, you know, <laughs> and the guy's like throw up. Well, that's going to be a charge, you know. And I was like a charge. What do you mean a charge? And he's like because ours cheap, know, man. Like, oh, I know he is. Oh, I got to get it out of my, you know. But the car is going to bar. He can't be barfing here. I'm going to. You guys are going to be. I'm going to run you sixty eighty dollars more <laughs> if he barfs in my car, you know. And he goes. And I was like, all right, Steve. You are forbidden to barf in this car. You are not allowed to barf. No barfing. <laughs> hold him up. Hold him straight up. And literally like a drill sergeant, like Kevin and I had to hold Steve up. And like he's getting wobbly. He's like, it's coming, fellas. It's coming. <laughs> Albert's like, don't you dare. I mean, I've never seen a person with more ambition in my life than wow. when the cab driver told Albert because he is the cheapest yeah, person yeah. Oh, on yeah. the face I, I, of the I, I planet. That's that. the context of the whole mm-hmm. thing is that when he found out there was a charge involved with Steve barfing, I know because it was, on, was, it no, was on Albert no. to pay for it, and they started making me do these breathing exercises. Yes, so I go. Yes, <laughs> Albert's like breathe. Yeah, it's like it's like he's in labor. <laughs> breathe, breathe. Did you eventually get to your no, destination? No, 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 no. Albert, he eventually Albert, kicked us out. Al, no, Albert was like between the Al, Albert and the driver. It was like you out of here. Once Albert found out money was involved, that, that he was the pay, end of it. That was the yeah. end of it. We pulled over and we walked Steve home for the rest yeah. of the. But I was drunk at the frat party, and Albert, being Albert, was like, "Hey, Steve, are you, are you hungry?" Here, have a piece of pizza. He's the one that gave me the pizza that I then threw up. So but you're supposed to eat when not, you drink too much. Not greasy pizza, though. Because yeah, you know, I, I threw up on Kirsten's couch two years later. I've done this a couple of times. The Colvin Brothers would like to remind you that you don't have to turn into Breckman this St. Patrick's Day. Is St. Patty's with two T's or two D's? I'd better ask Jeeves. Jeeves is on a smoke break. Corned beef and cabbage is my favorite. But hold the cabbage. <laughs> They don't pay me enough for this. My neighbor is a Patrick and doesn't celebrate. That's a head scratcher. I got something else you can scratch. Why can't you borrow money from a leprechaun? Because they're always a little short. I'm pretty sure that crack just got you canceled. Can't find my green top hat. Good thing Kmart's is open bright and early. The extra S is for savings. 
I dyed my beard orange, and now my pillowcase is a mess. You sure that's the dye? I'll have three pints of Guinness. Not sure what the wife wants. Uh, she's drinking with her lawyer. What's Irish and sits in your backyard? You don't have to turn into Breckman this St. Patrick's Day. Patio furniture. Keep listening to the Colvin Brothers. Who says it's not easy being green? We can help. Boys' names. I've been told that you've been bold with Harry, Mark, and John. With the Colvin Brothers on Z93. What's with his homies missing my girl? What are they got? Brothers on Z93, some Weezer, Buddy Holly on tour all over the world in 2022. If you oh, get good. a chance, Boston, May 29th. If you want to go see them, the closest is Boston. That's the closest they're coming? Yeah. Uh, they did New York a couple fans. years ago. So one of the main reasons we brought Sean in studio today, well, you know, one of them was to see him because we haven't seen him much during the pandemic. Yeah. He's not as hidden as Raz, though. Very upset he's that he was listening. not invited into the studio. Well, he would probably be like the guy outside the window right now. Oh, yeah. Look at him. There he is. Yes, he's, uh, he's doing something weird around my windshield. <laughs> Don't pee on that. But uh, yeah, Sean's got a brand new podcast starring John Hamm, of all people, mm-hmm. Okay, titled American Hostage with eight episodes on Amazon Music. Are we on Amazon? 
Yeah. Okay, cool. Directed by our guest in the studio, as I mentioned, Sean Christensen. It's available right now, and it's based on a true story. Is that correct? It is, yeah. It's based on a, on a hostage crisis from 1977. That was a great year. <laughs> that was, But it was a very- Nothing really important. It was a violent year. You had Son of Sam. You're talking about the hostage crisis. I think yeah. Ted Bundy was active. Like, you know, 1977, I remember we were living in Peekskill before we moved to Virginia. I remember Aunt Dory, who we reference on the show a lot, banging on our door because she was at a she was almost taken hostage at a bank wow. robbery around that. Yeah, so it was a very violent time. There's yeah. a couple other stars in there too. Joe Perino from Power, Carla Gugino, um, which me and Michael know her from, she was from Car- uh, Californication, Entourage, and Sean's favorite film, Son-in-Law. Oh, hey, okay. hey, I love Son-in-Law. I don't know <laughs> I if that's know. a joke. I love that that's why you. That's why you casted her, right? I, I, I really, it's a good movie. I love her and I love Son-in-Law and she's done a lot of stuff. She did Sin City. She's done a lot of movies. Yeah, she's actually. great. Yeah. And she's hot. So kind of like tell us uh, a little bit about the podcast and, you know, whatever you can tell us. How do our listeners get in, involved in uh, downloading this, first off? Well, right now, for the next day and a half, it's only on Amazon Music and Wondery. But uh, on Tuesday, uh, March 8th, it's going to be uh, on uh, any podcasting app that you have. So you can go to okay. Apple, you can go to wherever you, wherever you go, you know. All um, right, so you just type in the, pod- the title, Hostage. Uh, American Hostage, okay. and you'll see uh, John Hamm is on there, uh, his picture's on there, and it's basically based off of a hostage crisis, 1977. A guy took his banker hostage named Tony Karitsis, and John plays, uh, in real life, uh, a radio reporter um, named Fred Heckman, who the hostage taker was a big fan of. He asked if he could air his grievances out on the air to his favorite uh, radio reporter about why he's taking his banker hostage. Well, this happened in New York? This is in Indianapolis. Indianapolis, okay. Yeah. And um, for three days, they uh, the, the hostage taker was holed up at his apartment, which was, by the way, wired with bombs. Oh. And he had this... Um, he had his, his uh, mortgage investment banker held hostage, and uh, this guy, Fred Heckman, uh, had a lot of calls with him. So basically, this radio reporter mm-hmm. becomes the main conduit between the FBI and uh, the hostage taker. And so John plays that role, that kind of walking on eggshells role with this sort of unpredictable hostage taker. And, and so it's really um, a, a fantastic uh, performances between John and Joe Perino for the the length of the podcast. And the episodes are an hour each? Or? No, no, they're not that long. I mean, we find that in, it, we call it fiction podcasts, scripted podcasts. Mm-hmm. We find the attention span doesn't go past a certain point. That's why so, we break our show up with so, all the music. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the same, same, real, same premise, you know, uh, about 25 minutes each episode. Okay, yeah. all right, I can handle that. Yeah, that, so, that I can do because I'm looking for something new to binge. And the great thing for actors and actresses, by the way, is that they can do a whole season, which mm-hmm. is eight episodes, ten episodes, in two days. Yeah. We recorded John in two days. Well, that's why days. it's funny you bring it up because the girl from Coyote Ugly is in Yellowstone mm-hmm. and Billions this season, and they're very disparate shows, but it makes total sense that in the, in the modern filming world that you just you get in, you get out. That's right. Well, also remember she's you know has to quarantine and all that. I mean, nowadays they're probably going to loosen up, but, you know— they have to wait 14 days before they can even do stuff. So sometimes it feels like they were just trying to find ways to do stuff while they're waiting. Did you shoot this in New York yeah. or did you go to Indiana for we, it? Do, everything is virtual. We did everything over Zoom. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now I really got to check this out. Yeah. What? How yeah. did you get to, So tell us, uh, tell our listeners, how did you get John Hamm? In the middle of the pandemic, uh, we, we had to kind of suss out who was interested in doing podcasts because a lot of stars, you know, kind of were apprehensive about the platform, you know, it's it's sort of new to do scripted podcasts. I yeah. don't know if, how many people really listen to them, but it's a growing market. Oh yeah, and John is extraordinarily in tune with um, 
you know, he just he lives and do a lot of stuff on Parcast and Stitcher and that kind of stuff. So he kind of threw it out there to his reps that he was looking around, and that was enough for us. We gave him a pitch deck that basically said it's you know is <laughs> really sort of you know um, pretentious, but we were like it's it's going to be like Dog Day Afternoon meets Network. This is what I'm you know? thinking about. Yeah, the you know, Dog the, Day the Afternoon like media immediately plus, came to mind. Media plus you know the Dog Day Afternoon. I am having a know? very bad day. Yeah, it was like <laughs> a three day hostage crisis. Um, and um, he he just got it, you know. And uh, he came on board. And Carlo is a, a friend of the writer, C.D. Carpenter, who did a wonderful job. And Joe Perino is one of my uh, great friends. Who's um, he's in Power. He was in Sleeper, the star of Sleepers. Remember the the, sh- oh, the, okay. the, the movie Jason Sleepers? Patrick movie? Yeah, he was the young uh, lead, you know. So oh, okay, yeah, uh, in that movie. So he's a really wonderful actor. And uh, Dylan Baker and Becky Ann Baker as well. All right, nice. So so kind of uh, just to sum it up, how do people again? Get this podcast. You said on Tuesday it's going to be available on all platforms? Yeah, on Tuesday it will be available on any podcast platform you have. Currently, today, Sunday, it is just on um, Amazon Music and Wondery. But in two days it'll be everywhere. Okay, so it's John Hamm titled American Hostage, eight episodes. Amazon Music and Sean just mentioned it'll be available everywhere on Tuesday. Sean Christensen, uh, our friend, but also busy doing uh, a lot of uh, fun stuff. I think he did a couple years ago with, uh, was it Romy? Romy Malik. Yeah, 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 I've been doing these fiction podcasts, so we'll see if people start tuning in. All right, because Michael had an idea. Maybe you know, Goldberg's is ending. Maybe you can do like a Colvin sitcom. Yeah. You know, we got enough Let's material. Do it. I, yeah, it's there. There's definitely the material is there. You know, the, we got the wacky relatives. Some of them are still alive. Cousin Gear, but we're going to talk more about her at Easter. All right, it's the Colvin Brothers on Z93. Hey, it's the Colvin Brothers, and when booking your next party or event, we highly recommend Mahoney's Irish Pub and Steakhouse in Poughkeepsie. They feature three great options. The small room can hold parties up to 25 people. The clotter room can accommodate up to 85 people featuring your own bar and dance floor. And the vassar room can hold parties from 30 to 200 people featuring your own bar and bathroom. Privacy for meetings, retirement parties, rehearsal dinners, weddings, so much. Book your next event today. Visit Mahoney'sIrishPub.com. They are your official St. Patrick's Day headquarters. Hi, this is Danny Lane. Moody Blues and Wings and uh, you're listening to the Colvin Brothers on Z93 Tommy can you hear me can you feel me near you Tommy can you see me can I help to cheer you ooh Tommy 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 Tommy, can you hear me? Can you feel me near you? Tommy, can you see me? Can I help to cheer you? Ooh, Tommy, 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 can you hear me? Can you feel me near you?
Back to the Colvin Brothers and their special guest, Oscar winner Sean Christensen on Z93. Who the f*** is Sean Christensen? It's the Colvin Brothers on Z93 in the studio. Sean Christensen, uh, we just mentioned before, he's got American Hostage, eight episodes available on Amazon Music and all podcasts starting Tuesday. So make sure you check that out. Matter of fact, we'll put the link on our Facebook page. I'm sure Sean could share that with me. Absolutely. And uh, something that uh, Michael brought to our attention yet again. What do we got? Broken English emails. Well, you know, the the Ukraine is in the news a lot lately. Russia, of course. And I think that these uh, mystery women are, are from that part of the world. Maybe Estonia. Estonia seems to have a, a lot of the, that, that type of thing. <laughs> is Angelica so, okay? That's what people are wondering. You know, people ask me. She might be living in my trunk. I don't know. <laughs> but um, just thinks Svetlana from The Sopranos. All right. To Mike, my Mr. Wholesome. I am very serious. I'm unmarried, cheerful woman. Soon I'll look up goody goody gentleman. Email at farfirstwife at gmail.com, which is not the same email address that this came from. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send you my picture attached. Have a nice day. And we always make the joke that our fathers, I think Sean's yeah. father got hacked a couple weeks ago. We're talking about how fa- our fathers always get hacked. Yes. And your your, uh, your father got hacked because I got an invite from from a second Neil Christensen on Facebook. I love it when 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 a friend of yours gets hacked and it's like, who's going to tell them? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Who's the one? I thought I won $100 from Costco. <laughs> Mine is my scrumptious Mr. Loose. Ooh. Where do you now? <laughs> what is your age? Let's try to talks. <laughs> I am solitary upright. 33, yo, girlfriend. Hmm. Soon I'm searching for astonishing not young man. Reply at email. I'm going to send you my pictures. They're always going to send you my pictures. I've yet to get one. And uh, Big Closer is going to go to our guest, Sean Christensen. This one is uh, naughty too much, so I don't know if that's possible, (laughs) but there you have it. Let's try to dead speak, explanation mark. Is there a teeny day today? Complete sir crack, capitalized. (laughs) Gorgeous Mr. Pleasing, happy face. Where are you live right now? How old are you? Everything reinvigorated. Currently, I'm looking for goodish, not young buddy, <laughs> comma. I am alone, soundly, 33 years old girlfriend. <laughs> Response me to write Monica bunches of numbers at gmail.com. That's yes. outstanding. So there you have it. Another edition of Broken English Emails. Who died today? On this day in 2004, okay, this is a big favorite of Sean's. Raymond Hernandez, known to wrestling fans as Hercules, died in his sleep at age 54. He wrestled, as you remember, Sean, Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania 4. Oh, as I remember. <laughs> oh, so you're actually no. the guy, the friend that isn't in the world wrestling. <laughs> he, he always Never. like Never. Uh, gets me to, to host these WrestleMania oh, they, parties. They literally steal my pay-per-view, and they would come over to my house. <laughs> it and sounds like, me to, sounds to, like a George to, Taylor be, move, be, if I've ever heard you know, one. When yeah. Sean was in Queens, Sean was like, you guys coming over? It's like, yeah. He's like, all right, I'll get, I'll get pizza. He comes out and he's like, "What is this?" And well, what, what you, you, you and all the time the freeloaders watching wrestling, right. a bunch of moochers. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. I do not get the appeal. Yeah, yeah but your father-in-law loves it. Breckman, like again, Breckman's taste is in his mouth. Let's let's face it. All right, number two, 2006, Minnesota Twins outfielder and Hall of Famer Kirby Puckett yeah, dies sad. from a stroke at age 45. Career wow. ended, if you remember, by a hit by pitch by Dennis Martinez. Ironically, mm. we mentioned him last week. I know. Um, he broke his jaw, caused vision problems at age 36. Is when his career was over. And uh, the biggest hit, of course, if you were baseball fans, you remember against the Braves, the game-winning hit in Game 6 of the 1991 World Series. Also won in 87, too. Yeah, he was beloved by uh, by that area. He oh, did yeah. a lot of bad stuff towards the end, but we're not going to mention that. But my biggest thing is he made it to the Hall of Fame, but his numbers were identical to Don Manley, and Don Manley did not, of course, make it to the Hall of Fame. So, Are I'm, you still bitter? I'm, I'm Spoken bitter. like a true Yankee. Fan. <laughs> if, there was, if there was any baseball this year, you could boycott. Maybe, yeah. maybe there will be. You never know. Ah, yeah, it's not looking so. good. Number three, uh, 2016 First Lady and founded the Just Say No Drug Awareness Campaign. Oh, is this my Nancy? Uh-huh. 
Nancy Reagan passed away at age 94. Now, I remember her, and Sean probably does too, on different strokes when we were growing up, remember? <laughs> <laughs> she did a different strokes episode? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was classic. Yeah. What are you talking about, Mrs. Uh, Reagan? Yeah. <laughs> so she was like a sitting first lady when she appeared on different strokes. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Because it was it was during the whole Just Say No oh, campaign. Yeah, they, they tried hard. It didn't work. They did an episode about it. She was an actress. She was an actress. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, the, Ronnie didn't play around. His, his previous <laughs> wife was uh, Jane Wyman. Huh? And, uh, That's right. I think that Nancy right. Reagan, before she married Ron Reagan, her, she was most famous for uh, tag-teaming Frank Sinatra and another member of the Rad Pack on their way down to Mexico oh, in a car. Oh, Nancy that, Reagan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I cannot tell you what her maiden name was, but that she was known as like a pal around with the Rat Pack. Well, at that time, Different Strokes was doing all of like those, like, uh, you know, the more you know specials. So they had another episode where I think, what was it? D- Dudley got I touched. I love Dudley. Dudley got touched by like a, a, a yes. uncle or something. Oh, I remember oh. Dudley got touched. That one I saw. <laughs> that one I saw. Uh, where do you touch Dudley? Yeah. Anyways, we're mm-hmm. the Coleman Brothers on Z93.
It's the Coven Brothers on Z93. David Bowie, John, I'm only dancing. And I'm, I'm glad that we did some David Bowie. Because I always want to do David Bowie. Sean's got a really cool, cool story. It was the Woodstock Film Festival for Before I Disappear, which was the feature film um, follow-up from Curfew. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sean did a Q&A, which uh, you know, me, Albert, and whoever else were in att- attendance. But I remember somebody asking you, how did you get David Bowie on this movie soundtrack? I thought it was a pretty cool story. Yeah, we um, basically uh, wanted to get a lot more than David Bowie. We wanted to get some other songs, too. We I think we had House the Risings. We had the animals in there and we had a couple other things or the zombies. Um, and uh, anyway, our music supervisor suggested we cut together the scene that Bowie's song would be in. And I wanted the song five years. And uh, I sent the scene to his managers and uh, it was like kind of crickets there for a minute. And they mm-hmm. said, uh, they said, uh, how much? And I gave them a very small price. Well, I won't say here on the show, but it was a, <laughs> it was a small number. And crickets again, and then uh, a couple days later, they said, "Yeah, we'll do this." And That's that awesome. Was it. You know, they they saw the scene, they saw how the song was going to be uh, used in the movie, yep. and then from there, we were able to get we got House of the Rising Sun. I think we got like um, a, a couple other really big hitters. Uh, also, this band Tame Impala, which is really a huge band. We got a song from them too. We we were able to match the quote. Wow, yeah. nice pull, Sean. Nice pull. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how we did it. Yeah. So if people want to see that movie, where I can have they no see idea it? where. It is right now. I know Sydney Hall is available on either Showtime or HBO Max. I just saw it recently when I was going on my apps. Yeah, I can never tell. I mean, we used to be that that movie used to be on Netflix, then they put it over to Hulu, and now I have no idea where it is. It's honestly kind of taken out of circulation, unfortunately. Actually, but. my phone's going off. Raz just said uh, you can find it in his house <laughs> on DVD. Of course, but yeah. he can't invite you <laughs> yeah. over because of quarantine. Yeah. What's happening at Mahoney's? Okay, so St. Patty's Countdown. But one of the cool things, too. I mean, the reason, reason why I'm dragging so much today is because I, I was there uh, before noon for the shotgun start. It was the Tony Capolino. The return. Yeah, the return. Well, we couldn't do anything last year. But, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the golf tournament. I, I left it in the capable hands of Jerry Dell, Pat Rowan's wife. Because um, once they get to the banquet portion in the bathroom, which now has a bar and bathroom of its own, right, go then through. that's when I, I pack up and I go. But I said, you know, I got to do the show at six. If I have to drop a deuce, I know where I'm going now. Oh, yeah, no, it's great. It's like the best bathroom ever. I love it. And it's in the same room where Laugh It Up is. And again, another connection with me and Sean. Dan McRitchie is the owner of Laugh It Up. We worked all of this work together at the South Hills Mall Movie Theater back in the day. Yeah. When Dan had hair. <laughs> I haven't seen him lately, so I don't know. Yeah, he um, nothing, nothing up He's there. bald and beautiful. He's bald been moving around. Quite, he was at the Holiday Inn, which was the old yeah. home of Bananas. Mm-hmm. Then he moved across the street where John Winfrey was like right. the, the general manager or something. Mm-hmm. And now he's back in Mahoney's where it all started, which I think makes the most sense. It's the best place because what the comics loved about it um, and love again is that they can take a train up from Manhattan, do their show at Laugh It Up on a Saturday night. Sometimes we have it on Friday. And then they, they go back, and they, there's, it's still early enough that they can do a couple of sets in New York, so it's killer. Make sure you guys check out MahoneysIrishPub.com, all the daily specials, all the good stuff that's going on. If you're going to have a party, there's three different rooms. Me and Michael, I think, are in a commercial at some point talking about that all over here on Z93, right? March is Mahoney's Month. We are the official St. Patrick's Day headquarters. I'll be there by 11 a.m. on that day as well. But the bottom line is that the <laughs> St. Patrick's Day, we haven't done a real one since 2019 because the the world ended on March 14th, 2020 and then last year they were still under wraps so this is our first real St. Patrick's Day in three years it's going to be bananas uh, to make sure you come over having a pint of Guinness with me Emmett eh, Mikey just make sure that everybody can hear the music in the vast room that's all I care about alright round of applause for Sean Christensen in our studio loved it loved it thank you for coming on board thanks for having me hopefully you'll listen to uh, to the podcast tomorrow you know because I know not everybody can listen to us live on the air but you know you can actually listen with the fam and uh, yes. here's what I'll, I'll tell you because you got two how old are you kids now? 
eight and four. So, you know, people like will, will say, well, why do you do it? You know, because there's other things that, that we could be doing. I'm like, because when our kids, you know, Stephen's got uh, Olivia and Tanner and I've got Bryce, when they're in their 40s and 50s, I want them to be able to just hit a button and listen to Daddy. That's the whole reason that... it's You know, it's strange to say this, but radio is the future right now, which is weird to say, mm-hmm. but it's it's what everyone's doing. It's 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 just a huge thing, and you were the first person I ever knew who was in it. Really in it <laughs> yeah, back, back when it literally was on its way to Pluto. Like, if I didn't tape all those old shows, they'd be right. gone forever. Right. And what's great about now is that it's encapsulated so that you can, like, you know, we've, yeah. we've got people literally around around the world that are like, oh, you know what? I want to hear the Coven Brothers from the other day. And they, you know, three in the morning in Guam, we're good. Yeah. We got one more song. This is uh, Boz Skaggs, the Lido Shuffle for Kirsten and all the Texas people coming coming in for Easter to take over Mad Mike's house. Yeah, we're going to rent a house, but we're going to stay at yours anyway. All right, we need to get out of here and stop people from purchasing the Shamrock Shake. It's a colon cleanser, people. Do not purchase it. I don't know if McDonald's is a sponsor or not, but I don't really care. Because we're the Coven Brothers on... C93.
Colvin Brothers Podcast. When you don't mess around with Jim, but it's family. Cool.